welcome back you guys and welcome me back it's been a long vacation i think it's the last time i recorded an episode was about more than a year ago but a lot has happened to me since the last episode i did not think i was going to take this long of a break honestly i was really motivated to do podcasting however um After I had recorded that episode, I focused on my work because I had gotten a promotion and I was working on that. And then I went on a vacation and I came back and a lot of just stuff happened. I dated around actually. I was in a serious relation for the the last eight months and we recently broke up. So (laughs) I'm back to pick up on a hobby that um, I kind of made a point about in my last episode how picking up a hobby is what everybody should do or pick up pick up where you left off and that's where I'm at right now so um I wanted to touch base on no contact rule and why it's important for not just yourself for the other person and for your relationship in general it might sound counterintuitive because you know it's like oh man if like more distance happens then my ex is going to forget about me and and I don't want our relationship to end and whatever but I I promise you guys it's for the better not to communicate with your ex at least for a while but there's certain rules that you gotta follow first thing is that I am a victim of falling for the videos and for the you know the promises that coaches give you which is like if you buy my 13 step program you're going to get your ex back and uh, <laughs> and they would also say stuff like the longer you wait the more they're going to forget about you and slip away from your fingers it doesn't happen like that guys um honestly out of all of my dating situations one has come back to me in a very indirect way but honestly when once I go through the no contact phase most of the time most of the time most of the time you don't want your ex back like you 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 just don't want them anymore and I know like right now it's like painful and it's like oh I want them back I want them back that's just you're like you're you're hurt and you're trying to find comfort and your, your relationship might have been something that you really um, like uh, relied on to de-stress kind of like me like when I was going through stuff I was feeling like I was feeling like crap I would remember that I had a loving boyfriend that would be there for me and that would make me feel better but you don't have that anymore so you're trying to you know, you're kind of desperate, you know, we all tend to get a little bit desperate (laughs) from time to time, um, especially going through a breakup. And for me, it was eight months. Like that's the longest relationship I've ever been on because my relationships usually, usually go for like six months and more. So this is actually my third serious relationship. It didn't work out. There was some cheating involved so just so you guys know but that's gonna be another episode for another day um i'm still going through the grieving process honestly some days are easier than others some days i don't want to get out of bed some days i'm angry i'm irritable some other days i'm actually happy and i'm more and i'm motivated 
but I'm just going through it and I tell everyone around me I have a lot of support from my friends and my family um I am getting reminded constantly that I have their support and I also let them know that I'm not going to be the most positive person for a while but it's gonna get there I'm gonna get there I just have to go through this I tell them I just have to go through this phase to this grieving phase to this acceptance phase and then once I get through to that I can be myself again but um it's hard it's really hard it's like everything reminds me of that person and it's something so like normal like I could go to HEB and I can be like oh last time I was at HEB I thought of this person I was with this person or I you know go to a Starbucks and I'm like I remember that I used to I got Starbucks with this with my ex like a couple of weeks ago so everything just like right now reminds me a lot of my ex and you know like I said it's a roller coaster sometimes some days are easier than others but um picking up this hobby actually a helps and also it's kind of like a self-soothing sort of thing where where I talk about uh like my thought process and I remind myself why certain things are healthy for me and I feel so much better so one thing like I said that I'm implying right now is the no contact rule not that I even want to talk to my ex honestly um but I rem sometimes like I get so angry and I'm like I just want to call him and text him and give a piece of my mind but you know the last conversation I had with him I just I had I told him everything that was in my mind so I feel like it's not necessary I'm just I'm wounded and I'm trying to find like comfort somewhere <laughs> and it's hard so like sometimes like I just want to call him and I want to be like oh you know I miss you but no I I stop and think and I'm like is that really gonna make me feel better no it's just gonna make me feel worse and it really does as someone that kept contact with certain exes it makes the moving on part a lot harder and when you beg for an ex back by keeping contact, you're, you, you end up just hurting yourself because they may move on. They may just not be interested in you or they know that you're in the back burner. You know, it's like you're kind of desperate to be with them again. And they know that, oh, if things don't work out with this person or my life doesn't go the way I plan it to be, I have this person that I can fall back to. And that's not the that's not the way that it should be. You know, we're human, we're people, we're deserving of love, we're deserving of the relationship that we aspire for, that we desire. So keeping, you know, what sometimes what keeps you in a relationship or in this loop of X getting back together, um, or just oh but I'm friends with my ex and uh, you know it doesn't necessarily work because you're delaying your moving on process. The way that I think about it is that if I'm going to be friends with an ex after the fact, like, am I going to be okay if they moved on with somebody else? And if the answer is no, that means that I don't have to keep contact with them. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> like if you stay friends with your ex and they move on, are you going to be okay with it? No, you're just going to, it's going to hurt again. So it's delaying your moving on process, your healing process, and you need to protect yourself. You need to protect your healing process and um, to become the best version of yourself. However, if 
you and your ex ended things amicably because like oh we just there was like a loss and spark and both are on the same page you can stay friends with your ex and if you feel happy for them and you generally want them to move on to somebody else like that's a different ball game like congratulations you won the ex game you know like you you got it down <laughs> but you know if you still have feelings for your ex or your ex still has feelings for you and they're and you guys are trying to stay contact because one party wants to regain that romance again i hate to tell you this but it's it's hard can it happen sure but uh, you know it, it's kind of rare um it's yeah it's a little bit rare um so no contact what is no contact what does it mean and how can that help you with yourself with getting your ex back or whatever the case may be so the first thing is that no contact for me is 60 days two months usually in like a month like I don't necessarily have a desire to talk to this person and usually by month two I just don't want to to be honest um so it just it, it varies by person but the rule of thumb is that you go 30 days with no contact with this person no texting no calling no trying to send them funny stuff on tiktok or send them anything through social media solely no contact it's like they never existed and resist the urge to do it you know like you may be in day 15 and you're like oh man like i want to I want to talk to him I want to talk to him you know him or her whatever but it's like oh you know you gotta hold back and be strong and be like no 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 no. this is no 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 because I promise you guys like after some time you end up like genuinely not want to contact them because you're gonna be so at peace with yourself that you're like I don't want them to disturb my peace you gotta protect your peace and you know the contacting them and all of that like it, it delays it so please protect your peace put it on the pedestal keep it on the pedestal and protect it from all costs okay that's the first thing um another thing is that no contact creates uh for people who are interested in going back to their ex people experts say that no contact works because they create like an I miss you sort of um, like reaction from your ex. Once like they see that you're not like, oh, they're not calling me. They're not texting me. I wonder what they're doing. It, it creates that curiosity of, wow, are they really moving on? Huh? Because even if they dumped you, it's natural for anybody to be curious about what your ex is doing especially if you're not actively trying to communicate with them also like fill in your time because if you're not communicating with them they're going to be like then what are they doing if they're not trying to communicate with me then what are they doing it creates that curiosity so just keep that in mind so like i said this is something that experts say that it creates that distance for them that allows them to miss you now for me i didn't really want my ex back and i don't like 
didn't want my ex back in the past tense from my previous relationship and this one that just happened i don't like at in this moment right now i don't want to con- i don't want to contact them i don't want to be in contact with them or whatever but it that can change you know um but i'm this is the time for myself because i was a person that was amazing before everything that happened especially when cheating is involved you tend to compare yourself a lot you tend to say like oh what and they and they left you for that person they cheat on you and then they're like oh i'm leaving you for the other person it it's heartbreaking because it's like okay what did they have that i didn't that made them pick them and not me and we have like this self-sabotage of you know this is happening and i don't know why it happened why wasn't i why wasn't i first best look we're first best in everything this is why you need to protect your own peace your own person because when you protect yourself you don't allow someone else to put you on for second best so keep that in mind and uh you know it it's it's a natural human reaction. So no contact is beneficial for you, for the other person, and for the relationship as a whole. And like I said, you were a person that your ex was attracted to before you went in a relationship with them. And this is the opportunity to go back into that person. But I wouldn't necessarily do it in a way to like trying to get your ex back. I would do it as like, I was this amazing person before I was damaged by the breakup by this relationship that initiated let me go back to that person that i was and if your desire is to go back to your ex this creates the opportunity for you to go back and be greater than that person so that can create and and if your ex reaches back out to you you can present them the person that they were attracted to so it happens if you guys have not watched the show insecure with uh with isa i was gonna say with Issa Rae and Jay Ellis like their relationship is like it's very like exes find their way back to each other and the show takes like place in a couple of years and basically in the show uh Issa care Issa's character cheats on Jay Ellis's character so Issa cheats uh with Daniel and you know is but she's in a in a seven-year relationship with Lawrence, and um you know it, they find their way back but there's a lot of resentment there's because the cheating happened and he found out and throughout the whole season he kind of not the whole season but like maybe for half the ep- like or <laughs> not the whole show oh my gosh i my thoughts are all over the place but throughout the whole show i think half the seasons he was still upset resentful hate like hated Issa for cheating on him and eventually like she was bettering herself as a person she was growing and they found that they found themselves back with each other because they had really good chemistry and they both grew as people so when they found they found their way back to each other it was it was great it was amazing so that's what I mean you know it can take weeks months years for some people and but no contact super super important so if you are going through it right now like i am 
just don't work on yourself. This is the this is the perfect time. If you're a woman, this is the perfect time to go back into your feminine divine and uh, go back to your feminine energy and lay on that, heal that, and bring that feminine goddess back. And because you're wounded and that that that's something that was very attractive about you. Another interesting thought that I had the other day uh, from the breakup with my ex is that I thought I had like 10 other people that I was talking to and amongst them was my ex. I was like, I chose you. <laughs> like it sounds a little bit like oh egotist oh what what might the word be like oh it kind of strokes the ego a little bit but yeah I did, I was talking to multiple people and this was the guy that I had chosen so you know I had a roster before and I had people that wanted to take me out on dates that they were calling me and texting me every day and were like oh I just I, I'm not feeling a click you know whatever like they were they were trying to build a like a relationship with me they, they really tried and I'm like oh my god like when I was in touch with my feminine and I was talking to all kinds of people and opening up for a possibility of love and uh like the attention it's very rewarding and I thought about it for a minute. I was like, you know, I picked my ex out of 10 people. Like, why am I upset? Like, why am I upset? And little fun fact, I actually did announce like on Snapchat, which is like the main place that I usually communicate my life activities with. And I had people that I used to talk to um, pop back up and they were like asking me like oh I hope you're doing fine you know you deserve better and I was like stroke my ego a little bit I was like mm, that actually felt nice because that reminded me of who I was before I started in a really a serious relationship with my ex so again do it it's hard I used to talk to my ex 24 7 like we were long distance um, and four hours apart. <laughs> and uh, the way that we would make up for it is that we would go on a video call f like 24 seven. I'm telling you guys like from the moment that we got on a call, 24 hours. I think one time we went up to 27 hours and like, yeah, we would fall asleep on the phone together. We would just be on the, we would take um, each other to run errands together like 24 7 so obviously I got used to it I got used to having that kind of attention and that kind of communication all day so now it's like off completely now I'm on my own again and I'm actually there's like a weird part of me that's excited about it but it's also sad you know because first I could just go to my the grocery store and I would just be talking to him be like oh I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get that now it's just me and it feels, it, you know, it's a little bittersweet, but I'm excited to take myself out on dates again. Um, and I stopped doing them because I was just filling in my time with spending time with him on video call and with my family, with work. And, you know, I, I felt like I didn't have time to go out on a self date, 
But now I get to date myself again. And that's what is making me so excited is that I'm able to go out and, and buy myself nice things and, and uh, take myself out to a nice dinner because that's going to... Dating myself is going to teach me on how others should treat me and others how they should spoil me in a way. So I just, I think that it's important to start leading a life without your ex and by yourself and date yourself and self-soothe in any way that you can in, in, in healthy ways, super healthy ways. And for that, in order for, for you to effectively go through that, you have to go through the no contact phase. It creates space between two people and some sometimes your ex ends up missing you. Um, sometimes they don't. Sometimes both parties just move on. But I can promise you, especially if you were the dump-er, no, the dumpy, no. The person who got dumped, <laughs> um, like you kind of end up, since you were kind of forced into the breakup because you didn't want to break up, but you got dumped, uh, you kind of have the upper hand. If you think about it this way, because like they broke up with you, they chose to leave. Now it is up to you whether you, if, if they want to come back, it's up to you if you want to accept them back. And you get to move on with your life. Like it wasn't a choice. You no longer have to have that. You don't have to go with that doubt in your head all day. It's like, oh man, I messed up. I shouldn't have broken up with her or him. I, you know, you're not left with that thought. They left you and that's hard. It sounds heartbreaking, but in a, like I said, in a counterintuitive way, it's like, well, you're kind of forced into loving yourself at this point because you got dumped and you're kind of forced to being alone. And if, like I said, if they decide to come back, you get to have that choice. You get to make that choice. You get, you, you get to say, I want to be with you again. Or you say, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with you because, you know, you have, like I said, you have, as the person who got dumped, you have the upper hand. So that's, um, an, a positive way that you can look into it. And I'm telling you guys, like, once you go into no contact, the first month is hard, but it gets easier. And like I said, you reach a point where you're like, I'm so happy and I'm so at peace with myself that I don't want that to be jeopardized by me contacting my ex. So, it, and I thought that I would never get to that because with my previous relationship and the, and the relationship before, I wanted my ex to to come back like I was like oh I, I would call them and I would just like <clears throat> leave of like a voicemail or a text message just declaring my love and how much I miss them and how much you know actually it only happened with my first boyfriend my second boyfriend I, I think I tried to make it work after he was like oh let's be friends and I tried to spark it up but it just didn't happen so when it was like official I cut off communication completely but um with my first relationship I was like oh man like looking thinking back at that time I'm like was I was I really doing that like what was wrong with me like the and I think it's in my head I think of it I thought of it of like I'm gonna send declare my love and everything with this person and you know they're gonna be like oh yes my love 
I want to run back into my arms. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just cringing at myself thinking about it like that. But um, no, I mean, no contact is good for your soul. <laughs> it's good to move on. And, you know, the first day that you need to start moving on is the day after you stop grieving. And I know that there's people that grieve for a long time or even like six months past and they're like, oh, I hope my ex comes back to me. So this is the thing. I don't let like eight months is the the um, the uh, median of people getting over a breakup after a long like a long term relationship. For married people, like for a divorce, I think it takes like a year, a year and a half. I, I read somewhere it was like a year or a year and a half. But for a regular breakup, for a long-term relationship, it can take up to eight months. I can vouch for that in a weird way because like it's my first relationship. I was single for two years after. And I, you know, I just, I didn't want to date. Like, I think I found people that I liked, but like, I didn't want to date until I was like, you know, I want to go, I want to go back to dating. And I moved on pretty quickly from after that first like relationship from my second, third, fourth, whatever. Like I moved on pretty quickly, like in a month or so. And but however, this one was my longest relationship, A, and B, there was like a lot of things that happened between us that uh, that we were a little bit more involved in each other's lives um, that I think that it will, it will take me a little bit longer to get over this one. So it might actually take me the full eight months. I actually put myself a goal. I want to be single for a while. <laughs> I put myself a time limit of a year, but I'm aware that it can take less than that. But that's just like a personal goal that I have. I like, here's the thing. Like when I know that once I dip my toe back into the dating pool, I know that I'm going to get dates and I'm going to have people reach out to me and want to talk to me and stuff. But I, I don't want to do that just yet because it's, it's not fair to the other person if they generally like me. And it's not fair to me either. I'm not giving myself that proper grieving stage that it's super necessary and to get over an ex and plus like I know myself and I'm the kind of person that if I start dating somebody right now I'm gonna be like talking about my about my ex I'm gonna be like oh yeah he did this he did that and we did this and we did that and that's not that's not healthy you know I when I when I'm ready to date is when I'm like okay I'm gonna let go of whatever has happened I'm no longer hurt I can freely date people and get to know them genuinely and that's what happened you know I was ready to date. I was ready to go out there. I was ready to explore my options and stuff. And I picked a good one for a good for a bit, <laughs> but it didn't last. And I was done dirty. But that's life. It happens. She taught me a lesson. You know, I'm playing "Thank You Next" by Ariana Grande on repeat for the past week. <laughs> so. You know, because it, it really is, you know, one taught me love, one taught me patience, one, you know, taught me, it teaches you stuff. Relationships teaches you stuff. And this relationship taught me a lot. To follow my intuition, oh my gosh, following intuition is everything. So, um, you know, just uh, keep doing you, rebuild, pick up a hobby, um, focus on activities that you used to like. 
or pick up an activity that you are like, oh, this looks, this looks interesting. Maybe learning a new language. Maybe going out on a, like, was it speaking, speaking class? There's some people that are like, oh, I'm going to go to a speech place where I guess that it teaches you like to speak in front of large groups of people. Some people pick up maybe acting classes um, or I don't know, dance classes. I know some women do pole dancing, which is something that's super interesting. Um, I actually got invited by my friend to do um, some pole dancing lessons, but I was like, oh, I don't have time in my schedule because I work full time you know, nine to five. So, oh, it's hard, but I'm not completely against the idea of going out and learning some pole dancing lessons. I think that that can reignite some of that feminine energy that I feel like I lost through this breakup, but you know, we'll see. We'll see where life takes me. I am trying to just kind of go with the flow, go with whatever the universe has in store for me because the universe has never led me to a wrong area never 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 as painful as it was as as suffering as it might have been it's never put me in the wrong place because i am a wonderful person like who i am today right now in this second i am a wonderful person and i wouldn't be this wonderful person if the universe hadn't put me through whatever it had to put me through um Sometimes, like, there was unfairness. Sometimes there was betrayal. There were a lot of scenarios that, you know, happened. And it kind of, like, makes me wonder, like, oh, man, this is part of the learning process. This is, part, is this really, does this, have to be, does this have to be a part of the universe teaching me a lesson on something? Like, is this what growth is? And it was. And it is. And you know, you learn. And honestly, one thing that I can tell you is that after every failed relationship or failed dating situation or whatever, it gets you closer to the right one. Like I said, the universe has someone in store for you that's perfect and that there's not going to be a doubt that you're going to be put first, that you're going to be loved and cared for. And the universe is going to grant you that person. Now, can it be your ex? Maybe. Um, but if your ex is meant to be for you, the universe will find a way to put y'all back together because it could be the right person, wrong time. And sometimes people find their way back to each other. So, you know, keep it up, guys. Again, if it's an ex that you know or you think that is your soulmate, that you're like, this is the person I was going to be with, still do no contact. Work on yourself because when when two people break up it's because there was something that was missing in the relationship that couldn't be fixed at the time so space was needed or is needed so sometimes putting two people apart for them to grow individually and come back to each other to create an even better relationship is the way that the universe will or is you know whatever the universe wants you to do so Maybe that's what the universe is telling you. Like, okay, y'all need to grow individually separate. And then I'm going to put situations where you guys are going to find, you know, you're y'all going to find each other again in the future. Just, you know, wrong person or sorry, right person, wrong time. <laughs> so you never know. Just 
again, don't go against the tide too much. Accept it and be positive about it. And um, yeah, I mean, that's basically all I have to say on this topic. And, um, you know, it's hard. I know you want to hear your ex's voice. Sometimes you're just, especially at night, you're, you miss them or in the mornings you miss that good morning text, but it is for the best. And there's going to be, if that person wasn't for you and, and the universe is telling you that that person isn't for you, you are going to be at peace with that. And you're going to wake up alone and be okay with it or be happy with it. And you're going to find somebody that will give you those good morning texts again. It's going to happen. If that's what you want, if that's something that you like, the perfect person is going to do it for you. Like the perfect person is going to do it for you because they want you to be happy. So there's no buts about it, (laughs) you know? No buts. If you like flowers and you tell this person, I like flowers, they're going to get you flowers whenever. Like, if it's important to you, they'll do it for you. If he wanted to, he would, girl. I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, again, let me remind you guys, it hurts right now. It's hard. But do no contact. You might find yourself loving yourself more. So, you know, keep it up, guys. Keep positive. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.